This is JR Morning with Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds on 760 WJR, where Michigan comes to talk. Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday before the NFC Championship game, Lloyd. I am so excited. So excited for the city of Detroit, for our Lions, for the fans. It's going to be a great weekend. I am so pumped as well. If you don't hear Guy's voice, that's because he's taking the day off. Much needed rest for Guy. Yep. After our time in Lansing. Yes. (laughs) Which was a great time. And I just want to... Uh, thank the folks up there uh, in Lansing at the uh, courtyard who hosted us, and and uh, we just had a great time up there, and it was a it was a great atmosphere and a lot of great guests yesterday on the show. A lot of memories flooding back for me because I used to work there. Oh yeah, I started my career <laughs> at WILX there, the NBC, and so just being there, seeing the Capitol and the places I used to go for news, it was it was interesting. How was your drive in this morning? Because it was. Uh, did you surf? Uh, no, I didn't, uh, hydroplane at all, but I could have cause there's yes. a ton of water out there. People need to be careful. So please be careful. Uh, make sure you, uh, keep it here. 760 WJR Renee Vitale will keep you abreast of what's going on on the roadways. It's 38 degrees outside. So it's, it's balmy compared to what we had last week. Yes. So you know what I want to talk about, and that's the Lions. Finally, this game we're inching toward kickoff. Um, yesterday the coordinator spoke And I think it was really fun that Aaron Glenn sort of took a a notch from Dan Campbell's belt. As you know, when Dan Campbell was hired, he said he's going to bite all these kneecaps Mm -hmm, off. mm -hmm. Well, Aaron Glenn was asked about his defense, and he said, quote, well, we talk about gritty. That's who we are. Listen, we know exactly who we are. Are we the fastest? Are we the most talented? No, but we'll bite somebody's face off when we go play them. (laughs) We're moving (laughs) from from knees to face now. Yes. But, um... (laughs) When you talk about the Lions and where they came from, the Amon Ross St. Brown was drafted the same year that Dan Campbell was hired, 2021, and Amon Ra, the sun god, was asked about sort of the progression of this Lions team. We, we, we witnessed, you know, um, the start of Coach Campbell. That, that, that year we went, what, 313-1, and one, um, and to be a part of that, you know, see the struggles and see where we are now, um, it's like I tell everyone, it's it's awesome to see just to when you sit back and, and really think about what it was like two years ago and what it was like last year, you know, what it was like when we finished the season, how close we were to making the playoffs, and then where we are now. Um, I mean, it's a blessing, um, but it's definitely a testament to how hard everyone's worked, coaches, players, um, but we got to keep going. This is it's not the end. Not the end. They believe they have more games to win, not just on Sunday. Some Lions are being uh, recognized. Two Detroit Lions players and two coaches have been named finalists for AP NFL awards. Um, So we got Dan Campbell as the finalist for AP Coach of the Year, Mm -hmm. AP Assistant Coach of the Year, Ben Johnson, and AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. We have two, Sam Laporta and Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs talked yesterday about how special this run has been. A lot of people never thought we could do it, so it means a lot to uh, you know the city and the team that uh, we're um, you know doing something like this, especially at, uh, at this um, this program. You know, it hasn't been done before in a while, so it means a lot to us. And the Lions are going to be celebrating this historic run on Saturday night with a light drone show oh, wow. on top of Ford Field. That's on Saturday night, and GM is celebrating the Lions. Yes, they are. And uh, this is kind of unprecedented. It's a gesture um, acknowledging the historic moment for Detroit sports, the 
General Motors' Flint assembly plant shifting gears by delaying its Sunday shift times to allow employees to catch the NFC Championship game between the Lions and the 49ers. That game set for 6.30 this Sunday evening. Now, to accommodate the uh, sports spectacle, the Flint plant is rescheduling the start times for body and paint to 10.42 p.m. and general assembly to 11 p.m. on Sunday, ensuring workers can enjoy the game and still report to work on time, Kevin Kelly, GM Senior Director of Corporate News Relations, emphasizing the significance, stating, we know this is a rare moment in Detroit sports history, and we want our team to savor the moment while still assuring we're providing our customers and dealers with the trucks they need. Now, the shift adjustment is exclusive to Flint, that Flint plant, because no other GM plant in Michigan operates on Sundays. Uh, Stellanis said they're not changing anything. Ford did not respond to the free press, so we don't know about them. But I think this is really cool. Oh, absolutely. They're losing an hour of work, but I guess nobody cares because they weren't going to be productive anyway. (laughs) So that's how excited people are in this town for this Detroit Lions, and and that includes Lloyd and Jamie. Well, and you know we were talking about uh, Stephen A., uh, and yep. what he said. So in that recent episode of First Take, um, Stephen A. A linked Detroit's revival to the success of the Lions, sparking a response from Detroit City Council President Mary Sheffield. Stephen Smith, what we need you to do is not tell our story because clearly you don't understand the true story of Detroit. But it's been long-term generational Detroiters, long-standing Detroit-based businesses that have kept this city afloat. In a viral TikTok post, which has gained traction on social media, Sheffield emphasized the collaborative efforts of Detroit businesses and nonprofits and organizations over the past decade while acknowledging the positive role the Lions play in showcasing the city. Now, Sheffield highlights the need to credit the hardworking people and mom-and-pop shops as the true backbone of Detroit's revitalization. The post, Jamie garnered nearly 200,000 views on X and over 22,000 views on TikTok. People did not like what Stephen A. Smith had to say. They did not. And for good reason. I just thought it was not a great take. Um, There's certainly some hard news we have to discuss as well. Uh, There's a Seems to be a precarious bipartisan bill in the Senate, possibly for border security and Ukraine aid. We'll see if that gets anywhere because Donald Trump has come out and said, don't pass anything. Sort of in all caps on his truth social. Haley and Trump are getting sort of ugly when it comes to their, uh, you know, attacks on each other. We're going to talk to Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News radio correspondent, coming up next at 619. But locally here, Lloyd, the talk is the Crumbly trial getting started for the mom. Yeah, it's uh, it's got started yesterday. Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the Oxford High School shooter, facing four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors alleged she and her husband provided the murder weapon to their son, leading to the tragic shooting that claimed four lives back in November of 2021. The emotional proceedings included accounts from witnesses, including a teacher who survived the attack, Prosecutors argue Jennifer was aware of her son's mental state and could have prevented the incident while the defense is contending she had no knowledge of his intentions. The trial unfolds with a focus on the responsibility tied to the tragic events at Oxford High. Jennifer Crumbly did not take the stand yesterday, but she is expected to do so at some point during the trial. The prosecution will continue with their witnesses today. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne will be joining us, Jamie, around 749 to break down day one of the trial. I read that they played the video inside the school Mm -hmm. and the mom was just so emotional. Yeah, she was. She had never seen that video before. No. And yeah, she she really broke down in in the courtroom yesterday when she saw that. Okay, so we'll talk to Maria a little bit more about that. And we have something really fun coming up at 649. Oh, my goodness. You're going to lead the charge there? I am going to lead the charge. So... (laughs) 
Fat Tuesday is not until February. What February thirteenth, I believe it is, uh, and that's Punchki Day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I'm not a Punchki either. You don't stand in line in Hamtramck. I don't go to the the big um, uh, bakeries in Hamtramck or other places to get the Punchkis, but. We <laughs> but have you'd be in, into what's coming up. Yeah, we have some guests who are going to come in here and tell us about um, the Punchki Day Vodka. <laughs> now, I won't have a Punchki, but I'll have some Punchki Vodka on Fat Tuesday. So we're going to talk to them, and they're going to bring some samples in, and you know, we'll see how this show goes <laughs> <laughs> after, that. after that. Okay, that's at 649. If you're not into Punchkis like... Lloyd, then maybe you'd be into Punchki Day Vodka. That's coming up at 649. So we'll get into uh, national news coming up next on JR Morning.